You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Sabian! And get me Kyle Allen as well. Welcome to the pod, everybody. SportsJourney.com radio network is on the air. By the way, after you get finished with us, and we are glad that you're here, go and check out uh, my good friend Lake Lewis and the After Practice podcast. Lake was out in Ashburn today, and we'll give you his firsthand observations of what things were like for Dwayne Haskins today. On this, the day he found out not only is he not the starting quarterback anymore, he will not be dressing out For this Sunday's game against the Rams, it will be Kyle Allen as the starting quarterback. And yes, about two years after that gruesome leg accident, broken leg that nearly cost him his life, Alex Smith is now one play away from getting back out on an NFL field. Ron Rivera making the announcement a little bit earlier today. In fact, we woke up to the all the Twitter headlines. I, I, you know, I guess about nine thirty or so, it started. Dwayne Haskins started tw- trending on Twitter. If you went, if you looked it up, you saw that uh, that was in fact the news that he is not Washington's starting quarterback anymore. What do I think? What do you think? We'll get to all of that in just a few minutes. First, though, uh, I want to go ahead and Ron Rivera wrapped up a news conference, his uh, daily meeting with reporters. Just a little while ago, as we put this uh, put this show to tape, and I want you to be able to hear the press conference in its entirety, so you can make up your own mind as to whether this was a good decision, bad decision, or whatever. So, without any further hesitation or delay, here it is. Here is Ron Rivera's press conference. Earlier today, uh, the topic exclusively the decision to bench Dwayne Haskins and go with Kyle Allen. Ron, uh, obviously the big news of the day, switching at quarterback. What made you to move to Kyle Allen right now in this moment? Well, I think the biggest thing is looking at where we are in in terms of our schedule and the situation and circumstances. Um, This has been thought out by me for a while. Um, And and to me, it goes back to 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 the beginning of the schedule. Uh, we have four games coming up uh, at the beginning that, that I was hoping to come out of it being two and four and then going into a stretch where we play uh, four NFC games, three divisional games. And uh, again, uh, where we could make some hay. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we're, we're, we're one and three. Uh, we got four divisional games coming up. I mean, excuse me, three divisional games coming up, four conference games. And, and I just felt, you know, based on the things that have gone on with Dwayne, based on his development and where he is, um, it's, we're better off putting the ball in the hands of guys that know our system, uh, a guy that's been in our system for three years, uh, backed up by a guy that's been in the system before and, and is a little bit more accomplished quarterback. This is not an indictment on, on Dwayne as much as indictment on the situation, circumstances that we are in. You know, He did not have the benefit of OTAs in minicamp. He didn't have the benefit of four preseason games to work through things. 
And because of that, he's behind um, in his development in the system. And, and again, it's, it, it's an unfortunate situation. Uh, but, you know, as we go through the first four games and look at them and break them down and, you know, I visit with the coaches, talk to the coaches, go through the, 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 the games with the coaches and the things that happen, you know, it, it's just one of those things that, that he needs more time. And we're also, though, in a situation with, with what has happened in, this, in our division, it's open. And so I, I want to take an opportunity to see what we could do. Les? Hey, Ron. Uh, sorry, I got in a minute late. Uh, was there anything about what happened at the end of the game the other day or, or towards the end when, when on the fourth down that he, you no. know, on the pass, on the sack? Are those things that kind of count against him at this point? No, but those are things that I'll talk to and speak to his development and things that he's got to learn to grow with. And my point just being is that he hasn't had the opportunity to play a lot of football. He hasn't had the opportunity to learn a lot of football and practice a lot of football. And that's the thing that, that, that he, he didn't get. He didn't get a lot of it last year. Going into to, to OTAs and mini camps, uh, which were blown out of the water because of COVID, he didn't get that. He hasn't had the benefit of that kind of work yet. And because of it, and because of our circumstances and situation, I made the decision. Sam? Ron, you've talked about the importance of, of rebuilding and evaluating and developing Dwayne. Is there any worry that maybe long-term or for long-term development uh, that, that you would go for the, the short-term play in the schedule in the division? That's exactly what this is. This is an opportunity to find out. I mean, we got four games that, 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 that are critical. There are four games that are conference games. Three of those four are divisional games, and, and, and that's what this is. This is a short term to find out. You know, um, I, could, I could have gone with Dwayne, and, and, and who knows what would have happened. Um, but if the negative happened, you, you could lose a young quarterback. I mean, Dwayne's got an NFL arm, okay? And, 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 and that's a legit thing he has, but he hasn't had a lot of NFL experience. Um, you said, well, the only way he's going to get it if he play it, and the only way he's going to get it if he practices. And we missed a series of practices by not having the OTAs in minicamp and not having a regular training camp where he would have had four preseason games to work through things. Kyle? Hey, Ron, how much more do you feel you can do with your offense because of Kyle's experience? And then secondly, what was Dwayne's reaction? Well, I think, uh, well, he was disappointed, obviously. I, I mean, I mean, and I would have expected a competitor to take it no other way. I mean, he, he, he wants to play. Um, he was disappointed, and I know today was tough on him, and, 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 and I appreciate that. I understand that. I've been through it myself personally. I know what it feels like. Um, but I, I think we can do a few more things. I, I think, again, Kyle's been in for three seasons. He's had some success. He hasn't had great success, but he's had some. And that's what I'm looking for is I'm looking for success. He's a guy that can manage, can control, and hopefully things will go well. You know, um, we've put Alex in position to be the backup, and so we'll see how all that unfolds. Mike Phillips. I know this will come across as second guessing, but you know all these things you mentioned, Dwayne, not having the preseason, Kyle having familiarity with the system. I guess I you would say all that happened in week one or before week one. As to why was Dwayne allowed to start the season? Uh, because we had to find out. I felt that we had four games that if we come out of those games two and four, okay, going into this week, I could stay with Dwayne, okay, in spite of the situation and circumstances. But we're one and three. Watching the games that, that Dwayne played, looking at things, Dwayne needs some more work. He just hasn't had enough work yet. And that's the thing that, that, that I think I hope everybody understands. He's got a live NFL arm, um, but he, 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 he only played one year in college. He played very limited last year. 
Uh, I like the things that I saw from last year. And this year he played. We gave him every opportunity. We gave him all the reps with the ones. We gave him an opportunity to start four games and gave us a chance to truly evaluate. Uh, but with the division the where it is right now, okay, I'd be stupid not to give it a shot and see what happens in the next four games. But I wanted to put it in the hands of somebody that knows the system a little bit better, backed up by a guy that's been there. Rhiannon and then Nikki. Hey, Ron, you said you understand that today was a hard day for Dwayne Haskins. Um, just in terms of like body language and things of that nature, obviously we could see him holding his arms, uh, crossing his arms a little bit away. Does that count as a ding, I guess, even though you understand like he's disappointed and it's tough to be put in this position? No, I don't count it as a ding, Ron, to be honest with you, because we all go through it. We all handle things differently. What's more important is how he, how he comes out of it. You know, he got a chance to practice. He took his reps in practice. Uh, he worked with the, he worked with the uh, scout team. Uh, he went after practice and worked a little bit more too. Um, you know, he was near the coaches during practice. You guys get to see him at practice, and 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 I wish some of you would have. So everybody would see that he got involved. He did the things he's supposed to. But he, you know, he should be disappointed. If he wasn't disappointed, I'd be concerned uh, because he wants to play, and I get that part of it. And he'll get his opportunity. But right now, we're in a situation where, you know, if if I'm still trying to, if we're still trying to teach one guy. And the other 52 aren't given the opportunity to see whether or not we can win these next four games. Um, then, you know, that's not fair. And, and, and again, we're trying to develop a young quarterback, but we're, we got one eye on what's happened in our division. I mean, if somebody was, you know, if somebody was four and oh, and somebody else was three and one, okay, but there's a chance to win. So the division, so we have to look at it that way. We've got four games that are very important, very vital, and we'll see what happens. Nikki, then David. Ron, with your eye on the short term, then does does Kyle Allen get a chance to prove himself as a potential long term starter, or do you expect Dwayne to compete for the job at some point later in the season? I think they, I expect them all to compete, but we'll see what happens with Kyle. Uh, again, you know, he's had some success; it's been limited, you know. But um, you know, he's he, he he's won seven games for me um, in the past, but that's the past. We'll see what he does this week and, and, and we'll go from there. And like I said, we have a very capable guy in the wings and, and Alex ready to go. David. Sorry. Um, Ron, I want to try to understand exactly, you know, where you're coming from on this, because everything that has been said since you got here was about the big picture and long-term thinking and yep. nothing in the short term where it's yep. not and so I'm trying to understand, you know. Well, the thing to look that, at, Dave. Why that goes away because you won one fewer game than you wanted to. Because, Dave, you look at where the other, where, where everybody else is in our division. One, two, and one. Okay. One and three. Okay. One and three. Oh, and four. So we haven't been as successful as I'd like us to have been in those four games. And I hadn't seen the growth that I was looking for in those four games. So to continue to, 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 to do that with a chance to, to, to step up in the division, I think I'm wrong. I would be wrong to continue to, 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 to try to do the same thing. So I want to put the ball in the hands of somebody that's been in the system, backed up by somebody that's been in the system as well, but is very capable and see what happens. That, that's what I want to do. I, I, I'm, I'm taking a shot at the long term, I mean, short term, for the short-term glory. And if we come out of this, you know, um, having won, you know, three of the four, we're right in the middle of it. Okay. And, and I just think now is the chance to take that shot and see, you know, the one thing a lot of people don't see is the frustration on the sidelines 
on of the other players as well. Um, I look at that. I see that. I feel that, you know, the, the, the guys want, want to win. And, and right now where his development is, I think our best shot to win now is with guys that have been in the system. And that's what I'm doing. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Heather. You said that you didn't want to, I guess, lose the young quarterback. Um, but how, how do you not do that when you're talking about wanting to win and he's not the guy that seemingly right now is the person to put you in the best position to do so. Is he, is he based on his last, last three games? That's what I'm looking at. Okay. I've looked at what's happened. Okay. And, and it's funny because everything I, I I've seen and been told is everybody talks about him not doing this, him not doing this, him not doing this. Now I'm decided to do this and wow. Okay, so get it. I'm looking at these things. We break these games down. We talk about these things. Okay, so my decisions being made based on what we've seen for the last three weeks or four weeks for, for that matter, and looking at where we are. Now, I think our best chance to win is putting the ball in somebody else's hands. I think our best chance to have things done in our offense in somebody else's hands. That's what I'm doing. Okay, I mean, I'm doing that based on what I've seen. I, I, just, I just think right now, this is the decision I'm making. I could be wrong, okay, or I could be right, and we'll see. That's why we play the games. That's why we show up on Sunday is to see what happens, and that's all we're going to do. Darren, JP? Hey, hey Ron, uh, Darren Haynes here. Um, can you give me your thought process on why uh, you have Kyle Allen uh, – first, but then you have a guy like Alex Smith as the backup rather than moving Dwayne Haskins down to number two? Um, partly because um, the reason Kyle's number two is because Kyle's been working all the way through and Alex has been getting limited reps. I got Alex next because Alex has been in the system. Okay, he understands it and I want to put the ball back in the hands of somebody else that's, that's been in it. That's my thought process behind that, just to see what happens. Uh, again, we have three capable quarterbacks we have, we, have, we have two guys right now that I've lined up as one and two, and that's the way we're going to go with it. JP. JP, we got you. If not, we got to move on to Matt. He's yep. muted. You got me, Ron? Yep. Um, we've all seen the documentary. We all saw the injury. How ready are you to be the coach that puts Alex Smith back on the field if something happens to Kyle? Um, because, uh, um, because there's doctors that were ready to be, put him back on the field as well. That's why, um, you know, uh, in talking to the doctors and listening to what the doctors say, that's why, you know, if, 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 if the doctor had told me, Ooh, I don't think I'd put him out. I wouldn't put him out there, but to have the doctors tell me what they've told me to say what they've said, um, I, I guess, you know, uh, based on, you know, what the doctors tell me. You know, unless we're not going to listen to medical science. Harris? Hey, Ron. Uh, Dwayne's agent had a tweet after Sunday's game um, saying that, you know, there's this idea that maybe Dwayne hasn't gotten a fair shake because of the supporting cast around him. I guess just what do you make of that? And, you know, specifically Dwayne's agent said, yet yeah, he is the one who must play well. I guess just what is your reaction to that? It'll be the same thing for Kyle. Kyle's going to have the same guys out there. They'll have the same unfair shake. And we'll just see how it goes. I mean, that, that's the thing everybody has to understand. We are who we are. 
Okay. The players we have are the players we have. Those are the guys we're going to play. All right. But the thing we all have to understand is there's one primary position that touches the ball on every play. And what we're hoping to do is develop a young quarterback. And we get to a certain point where you say, wow, he's not getting it right now. Um, we can continue to put him out there or wow, look at this situation we have in our next four games. Do we want to shake the dice or do we want to say, let's, let's see if we can win them with somebody who has a little more experience, a little bit more time in this offense, a little bit better feel for what we do. That's all I'm doing. Okay. I have a guy that has a little bit better feel backed up by another guy that has a little bit better feel. Okay. That have played a little bit more football and a little bit more understanding. I wish Dwayne had had the offseason. I wish he had had the OTAs and mini camps. I wish he had had the four preseason games because then he'd be further along. I told you guys, it takes about 5,000 reps, okay? We haven't been, he's not even close to that yet. And, I, and, and I'm going to stress it again. The kid has an NFL arm, but right now there's a chance, okay? And some people may not agree with me, but that's fine. That's what this is all about. But for me personally and for this football team, I'm taking my shot. I'm going to see what happens in these next four. I'm here to win, okay? And now's an opportunity to find out if we can win. We've got time for three more, Scott, Mike, and Ben. Hey, Ron, Scott Abraham, ABC7. Uh, you know, here's Dwayne. He's a captain of your football team. He's not even going to dress on Sunday. Are you concerned at all about the psyche and, and what this could do mentally for a young quarterback of, of sitting him down and, and not even going to dress on Sunday? after he was your starter for the first four games of the year? Well, I explained to Dwayne why I was doing the things that I did, okay? And hopefully he understands that he has not had the opportunity. It's not fair either. I get it. It's not fair because he didn't have the OTAs in the mini camp and, and, and he didn't have the four preseason games. That's not the fair part. I get it. But the situation right now calls for us to do something different and I'm going to do something different. And hopefully he understands. Okay, I hope he gets it. This is all part of the learning process. Believe me, I know what it feels like to be sat down, okay? And how he comes out on the under end, other end, that's up to him. He can come out on the other end stronger for this, okay, or not. Two more. Hey, Ron, um, when you talk about the veterans on this squad, the other guys you have to be mindful of, did you hear from them? that they felt there needed to be a change. And also, when you look at this squad, you guys went young at a lot of places. Does mm -hmm. this squad, compared to the supporting cast that Kyle had, there's no Christian McCaffrey on this team. There's no Luke Keekley on this team. Um, do you have enough to actually win with Kyle Allen um, in, in this division even? Well, we're about to find out. I mean, again, he's going to have the same thing that, 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 um, that Dwayne had. Okay, that's the thing that we're going to go with. We can only play the guys we have. I, I'm not trying to compare him to what, what he did in Carolina. I'm just saying I know he knows the offense. He's been in the system. Okay, now he may get the same reaction. Okay, the players may play the same way that they played for Dwayne. Okay, then, and, and again, that's no mark on Dwayne. And that's no mark on Kyle. These are the guys we have. And we're going to play the guys we have. And we're going to win with the guys we have. And we're going to lose with the guys we have. You know, I, I, I really think, in all honesty, you know, that, that this, is, this, is, this is what it is. This is who we are. We're going to show up on Sunday, and we're going to play as hard as we can, and we'll find out. Ben, last one. 
Ron, you said you've had this plan for a while. When, right. did you first, when did you first tell this plan to Dan Snyder and assuming that you guys had a conversation prior to making the announcement of the change, what can you tell us about that conversation? I don't tell anybody my, what, what I'm thinking, okay? Because I don't want anybody to, to think that people are telling me what to do. I thought about this as we were going into the beginning of the, the year and I looked, at the, I looked at the schedule and I'm going, wow, our first eight games are very telling. Because in our first eight games, all right, we play everybody in our division and we play one team twice. I thought, wow, shoot, if you can win those four. And then I looked at the beginning of the season, man, if we can come out two and four. I thought, okay, all right, we'll see what happens. So again, you know, those are the things that I have to think about as the head coach. And those are the things that I have to map out. Right, wrong, or indifferent. But just so you know, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Now I did talk to Mr. Snyder. I explained to him what I wanted to do. I explained to him why I wanted to do it. And he was very supportive. He said, Ron, it's your football team. Those decisions you're going to make, you're going to live with those decisions. And I said, yes, sir. I am. He said, well, then I'm all supportive. I'm behind you 100%. That's it. That was our conversation. Just so everybody knows. These are the things that I thought about. I went to our coordinator and I said, look, what do you think? What's going on? What's happening? He said, coach, He's got a long way. It's tough. He's been learning. But you know what? I said, well, what do you think about going in? And I explained it to Scott. And Scott thought this is not a bad idea. We're putting the ball in the hands of somebody that knows the system better, that's been through the system for three years. That's what we're doing. And we're trying to increase our chances to win. And we think this is a good opportunity for us to win. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. All right, Thanks, there you go. That is Ron Rivera's press conference from earlier today. There's a lot of sides to this one. A lot of sides. And I'm not sure if it's the right move or not. I would tend to say it's not. That you need to you need to come out and say, look, we're rolling with Dwayne. And it might be two steps forward, you know, before you take a step. Uh, I mean, two steps backwards before you take a step forward on this one. But this isn't the this isn't the this isn't your grandfather's NFL. You can't, and it's not college. You can't go back and forth with quarterbacks. I get what Rivera is saying. I mean, you look at the schedule. Here's the next four or five weeks. So the Rams at home this weekend. We've talked about this before. You got the Rams coming in this weekend. They were only able to score 17 points against the Giants at home. They're coming all the way across the country. It's a 9 a.m. game for them. Traditionally, the home team in the in the NFC East has an advantage just because of that. You go on the road to the Giants, they're a dumpster fire. You've got the Cowboys after that at home at FedEx. Dallas has given up more than 40 points a game on average the last three weeks. Their defense is a sieve. Then you got the Giants again. Then the Lions. And Matt Patricia may or may not be the head coach of the Lions at that point. The bloom is definitely off the rose there. Then you've got the Bengals. And then you got the Cowboys. That's seven games right there. Taken just on a week-to-week basis. And it's not going to happen. We all know that. But... I'm trying to put myself in Ron Rivera's in Ron Rivera's head. If you're the head coach of an NFL franchise and you take a look at that schedule right there, those next seven games, there's only one conclusion that you can have. And that is that we got a chance to go seven and zero. There is not a reason every week 
well, we can't win that that football game. And there are weeks when you know that you can't. Let's just face it. I mean, they knew they weren't beating Baltimore last week. They knew that. San Francisco, that's a tough ask. The Steelers are going to be a tough ask. Seattle, you know, they're, they're going to have, after this stretch of seven games, then they're going to have a three-week stretch where they're not going to be able to win those games. Yeah, I mean, they're just, those teams are better at this point. Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Seattle. And then you finish up with, with Carolina and Philadelphia. A coach will look again at this stretch and say, by God, we got a chance to win every one of those games. And although they'll never say it out loud, they look at the division and they say, this division sucks this year. I mean, seven and nine could very well win this division. And so from that standpoint, I think Ron Rivera says, we got to take a shot. We have got to take a shot. Kyle Allen knows the system better. And although I hate to do it, maybe he says I hate to do it. Maybe he doesn't. You know, Dwayne Haskins didn't show him enough, I guess, in those in the first four games. So, as it turns out, it looks like, uh, in addition to everything else, according to Rivera, Dwayne needed to have won another game either Arizona or Cleveland. And I guess in his mind, the fact that those were winnable games and they were not able to and he didn't make the plays to do it, that's why he's making this decision. Now, and something else that was interesting, I thought he said, you got to think of the other 52 guys on the roster. Um, I'm not sure I agree with that in that if, you know, you can come out and say, look, this is the way we're rolling you know, we're rolling with Dwayne, and that's that's the end of it. I would think the locker room would respect you for that. But having said that, I can understand where he's coming from, even if I don't agree with it. And we talked about this the other day, too. Um, you got Jonathan Allen coming up in a contract year. You'll have Deron Payne coming up in a contract year soon and some other guys, and you've got to make a judgment call. You know, you got to show these guys that, we're going to be able to win. They've, they've got to be able to taste victory somewhere along the line to know that it's not a hopeless situation. So I get that. But the other side of the coin is that, like I said earlier, this isn't college. It's not fantasy football. It's you, quarterbacks, NFL quarterbacks, don't get benched, deactivated, and then come back the next year and everything's fine and dandy. It just doesn't happen. I wished it did, but it doesn't. So again, and I understand that Rivera inherited Dwayne, that he didn't have an offseason or even a normal preseason. Again, I, it's, it's unfortunate because I think Haskins got caught up in some unprecedented bad luck. And it's a shame because I think he's got talent, and I think, given the right circumstance, I think he could succeed as an NFL quarterback. You know, Dwayne Haskins, in my view, has, has never had a chance. He was foisted upon Jay Gruden, who wanted nothing to do with him. I think that was a mistake on Jay's part, but again, you can understand why, because the guy was coaching for his job. 
he, you know, he he's sitting there then. As, he then has to learn uh, the Jay Gruden offense, the Bill Callahan offense, and the Kevin O'Connell offense all in one year. His rookie year, by the way. And was actually starting to make some progress. Offseason comes, obviously, with the head coach gone. Whole new regime comes in. It's hard enough to learn an entirely new system in one offseason just to get proficient enough at it to show some potential. And then COVID hits, and there's no off, there's no OTA. There's no minicamp. And there's not even a regular preseason to iron some of this stuff out. He's just, it, it's a shame that Dwayne Haskins has never had a chance. Now, I, I think where you can lay the blame, if you want to lay the blame on anybody, is on Dan Snyder. Because he shouldn't have drafted Dwayne Haskins to begin with. Not with a coach in a contract year. A coach with the sort of Damocles hanging over his, hanging over his head. Yeah, it was it was unfair. I, I feel bad for Dwayne because he was put in an impossible situation where you could almost see this, you know, happening. Add on to all that, then you get the schedule that comes out and things shake out the way it has with this stretch of seven winnable games and a division that I mean isn't just bad; it's unprecedentedly bad. It's just a real shame. Kyle Allen also talked uh, after Rivera today. Uh, we also heard from Scott Turner. Uh, not going to play the Scott Turner part of the conference, the press conference for you, but uh, Kyle Allen, who is now the Redskins' 30th starting quarterback since Mark Rippon in 1993, meeting with reporters as well. Quarterback number 30 since 93, and press conference number one for Allen as the starter. All right, uh, we can open it up here. Scott Abraham, are you on? Yeah, uh, Kyle, Scott Abraham, ABC7. I guess, uh, first of all, how were you told the news about uh, being the starter on Sunday, and what was your reaction? Uh, Coach Rivera told me this morning, um, and I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get an opportunity, excited to go play, and uh, a great challenge in the Rams this week, a really good team off to a hot start. Um, so, yeah, excited. Les? Hey, Kyle, uh, Les Carpenter, Washington Post. Um, when, you had kind of a chance to sit back now and not play a little bit. What did you learn from that? How does that make you better? I mean, sometimes you would want to be out there and playing, but what happens when you don't? What do you learn from that? Yeah, I mean, I think you get a different point of view when you're back there, not always in the game. It's, it's not bullets firing at you. You know, you get a chance to kind of digest things a little slower. And so, yeah, there's things I've learned and I've seen from uh, – from just standing aside and watching from afar, but you know, I'm, I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to play. Pete Haley. Hey Kyle, Pete Haley with NBC sports Washington. I just looking at the division here. You guys are now in the middle of a playoff race. So uh, how do you feel coming off the bench cold playing a game this Sunday against the Rams and trying to elevate this team to the top of the NFC East? I'm ready. Feel great. Feel excited. I'm glad that we're still in the playoff race. You know, I think this, this is an interesting division so far this year. It's been a slow start for somewhat everyone in the division. So, you know, for us in the middle of the division right now with a chance to win on Sunday and, and get ourselves back in the top of it, it's, it's a great opportunity. And so um, we're all just focused on this week. We're, we're really, really ready to take advantage of this opportunity. Sam? 
Other than throwing touchdown passes and, and leading drives, what do you think that you need to do differently in order to lead this offense? I mean, I don't think differently, you know, I just need to go out there and be myself. You know, I think we need to, we need to come together as an offense in total, you know, it's not just all about the quarterback position, you know, there's a lot of things. So I think we need to be real sharp this week. I think it started with today at practice, you know, having a, a, a more focus, a little sharper practice and, and then really just um, getting after the tape, getting after the preparation and, and trying to go compete on Sunday. You know, I don't, I don't think there's anything special that needs to be done or anything over the top. I think we just need to go out and execute and do our thing. We're a good enough team. Ben. Hey, Kyle. Um, Ron has talked about wanting to have that quarterback competition this summer, but circumstances because of the pandemic changed that. At the time when he presumably told you that, that they were going to go with Dwayne, did you think you would get this opportunity one day to actually be out there and be the starting quarterback? I mean, I'm always ready, man. I mean, you look at my career so far. I've been in the league for three years, and I've started at least one game in every year. Started one my rookie year, the last game of the year. I think I started 12 last year, and now this one. So for me, it's always just been a mindset of um, be ready. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't. But if it does, at least you're prepared for it. So, you know, I always go into every game um, just ready to go in at any point. I mean, the starter could – his shoe could come off, his helmet could off, he could get hurt, you got to play. So for me, it's just being ready to go and take advantage of your opportunity when it comes. Go ahead, Kyle. Hey, Kyle, John Kahn, ESPN. What did you learn most last year that can help you now? Yeah, I think uh, I think last year was good for me to be thrown in the fire and, and have a lot of good things happen. Some bad things happen, too. So I think, you know, situational football, I grew a lot last year. I think looking back on the tape from last year, you know, situationally, there's a lot of a lot of things that I can grow from and and learn from um, basically my rookie year last year. So, uh, yeah, I think situational football and and, you know, there's a bunch of other things I learned from too, but I think that's the main thing. Michael Phillips. A lot of, a lot of young players on this team, Antonio Gibson, McLaurin. Uh, who are you excited to, to work with from what you've seen so far? Yeah, I'm excited about all of them. You know, Antonio's got out to a great start this year. Terry's obviously had a fantastic start, you know, and then there's a bunch of other players on this team who have significant roles who've, who've played well. And so I'm excited to get out there, man. There's a there's a lot of guys in this offense that we can get the ball to, and they can go make some stuff happen. You know, I know Terry gets a lot of a lot of press, and and he should, but there's a lot of other guys in this offense that can make it happen too. Rhiannon, hey Kyle, Rhiannon Walker with the Athletic. You mentioned that you had this different perspective being on the sideline. The game slowed down for you. What were some of the things that you saw watching the first four games? You know, just like different things that you recognized being on the sideline and observed. I don't want to get into specifics. Of all that, you know, I think it's. That's more personally for me to, to digest and do that. But, you know, I think it's it was just good. And I think any quarterback will tell you this on the sidelines. It's always easier to see it and say what you would have done on the sidelines, you know, and, and instead of being in the game. So for me to be able to see it and kind of digest it and see how this offense runs and who's, who does what well and, and situ situational football things too, um, it's just good. And I just try and take as many mental reps as I can. Nikki? Kyle, going back to 2018, when you chose Carolina, I believe you had one other team interested mm -hmm. after the draft. How much of it was because of Scott Turner? Um, you know, really, so it was either them or Dallas kind of put out a feeler too for undrafted free agent. I had met with Scott before my pro day. We went out and had dinner and, and kind of met and talked through things. And so um, I hadn't really had any contact with Dallas before the actual day of the draft so for me it was kind of like all right it's as this is what it is like I got one guy who who believes in me and and wants to 
put my name out there on the table. And so let's go try and take advantage of it. So I think Scott was a, a big uh, deal for getting me there. Heather? Hey, Kyle, Heather McDonough, NBC4. Um, our cameras before the game, we shoot warm-ups and stuff. And, and, you know, we saw you this past weekend with the linemen, some of them high-fiving, you know, uh, just really like showing a, a rapport. How, I guess, how has that gone for you? And, and now certainly as, as the leader, as the starting quarterback, um, getting to know these guys and, and, you know, again, sort of now differently because you are the starter and taking that leadership role. It's been great, man. It's been great. That's the one thing I was most excited about coming in here and I was bummed we didn't have OTAs. I didn't get to meet my new group of guys. And it's my favorite part about football is, is the dudes in the locker room meeting all these great people. And, and once you get to this level, you know, kind of the, the bad apples are kind of weeded out. You know, there's a lot of great people in this team, a lot of great dudes. And so it's easy to play hard. It's easy to get behind those guys. It's easy to root for them. And so for me, my, my main goal coming in here right from the start was create as many relationships as possible, get to know as many people as possible, you know, try and spread the offense as quickly as possible and, and, you know, just enjoy it. And there's a lot of great dudes on this team. I think coach Rivera did a great job of, of making this roster what it is. And, and I just have a lot of fun out here. Darren Hay. Hey, Kyle. Um, I'm just wondering, um, you know, Throughout the few weeks, Ron Rivera has been talking about sticking with Dwayne Haskins. How surprised were you to get that call today that you're going to be the starter? I mean, I would, I'm not going to say I'm not surprised. I'm not going to say I'm surprised. I think for me, it's kind of like an everyday thing. Show up and be ready when your number's called. I think it's the name of the game in the NFL, especially for a guy like me who's, who came into this league undrafted, who was fourth string to start, you know, got limited reps in early camp and, you just kind of, when you get your opportunities, you just got to pounce on them and take advantage. And so that's kind of been the story of my career so far. And, and I know the more I take advantage of opportunities, the more I'm going to get. And so, you know, I'm always, I'm always here for the team. I'm always ready to support whoever's in there, but if it's my opportunity to go, I'm going to be ready for it. JP. Hey Kyle, um, JP Finley. You've been on both sides of this coin, kind of the, the getting the good news and getting the bad news. Mm -hmm. Do you talk to Dwayne? How does that process go? Cause I mean, you guys are, in the same room, in the same locker room, all that stuff. Yeah, it's tough, man. I've been on different sides of this coin many times. And it's part of the position. It's part of the job. You know, very few people get to be anointed, you know, high school, college, pro, just ride their way through it and, and have no bumps. You know, this is a tough job. It's a tough position. There's a lot of adversity that hits. And so I feel him. I feel what he's feeling. I felt this last year. I felt this in college. You know, I felt it in high school, like, it's a tough feeling. So we're all there for each other in the QB room. We all understand it. We all understand that everyone's doing everything they can to get ready and play and, and play for the best for the team. So yeah, it's tough. Paris? Yeah. Kyle, you mentioned being kind of thrown in the fire. How do you think that helps you for this season? I mean, I don't know if it helps me or hurts me. You know, I think, uh, I just think I'm prepare, you know, I've always prepared and try to be ready for whatever it is. I think as a backup quarterback, no matter what, you're going to be thrown in the fire, you know? So just preparing, be ready. Olivia. Hey, Kyle, Olivia Garvey, uh, ABC seven. The Rams have beaten every other NFC East team. Uh, now it's kind of up to Washington to kind of prevent the sweep, no pressure, but how do you see yourself going up against Aaron Donald this week in that defense? Yeah, we can't let that happen, man. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, you know, you watch him on tape, you get the scouting reports on him and Aaron Donald, you know, Jalen Ramsey, two of the best players in the league, you know, on the same side of the ball. And so it's, it's touting. It's, it's, it's a 
it's a very good defense, you know, great players and, and they play unselfishly, you know, Aaron makes a lot of plays and opens up a lot of his other teammates for, for sacks and other things like that. And so they're an unselfish defense. It's a great challenge. I think we're excited for the challenge. You know, I think, I think playing a great team always excites me and, and, you know, you get to kind of level yourself against the best and those two are two of the best in the game. So we're excited. Mike Jones, are you there? Yeah, you can roll with Ben. Okay, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Russell. Hey, hey, Kyle. Um, just curious. We saw in training camp, and obviously a little bit last year in Carolina, you have you know good athleticism and ability to escape and maybe extend plays. Is that something that you feel like is a strength and a hallmark of your game, and maybe a little bit more of what you can bring here uh, when things break down? Yeah, I just think it's nowadays it's part of the quarterback position. You know, I think there's defenses are getting better. They're getting more keen to, to what offenses are doing nowadays. I think it's something as a quarterback, it's it's not a dual threat or not. I think you kind of got to do it in today's game. You know, you see even guys like Matt Ryan and other guys that are, are scrambling on third downs and on other plays and putting their body on the line and, and getting those first downs. So I think as a quarterback in this league today, you got to do some of that. And, and I'm confident in myself doing that. All right, Kyle. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, guys. And John Beck was thanks, confident Thank you in doing that as well. So we'll see what happens. I think your comps here uh, on the downside is John Beck. On the upside, Todd Collins. And we'll see which way this thing turns out. Again, seven very winnable games. And all of a sudden you go from one in three to – I'm not going to say it. You have seven winnable games here the next seven weeks. They're not going to win all of them, but then again, that's kind of not good. We'll take a look at some film overnight, have some thoughts on what Kyle Allen might bring to the offense tomorrow. Plus, hey, who knows what happens between now and uh, now and then. One of those days, you know. Huh, 2020. All right, Nick, the clock on the wall, so we got to get out of here. Uh, don't forget, you can get us at Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, SportsJourney.com, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white. Jesus Christ.